Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the FPL Renegades podcast. My name is Drew and as always I'm joined by my FPL co-host, my FPL confidant, colleague. my best FPL pal, Kirks. How are you Kirks? Uh, ever since I started doing shit I seem to be going better and better in your friend rank. <laughs> now this is more a dig at the next last person year. who's going to be introduced. And uh, yeah, for the first time ever on the FPL Renegades podcast, we have a special guest. And uh, people who haven't listened to us before are probably like going through all these highly esteemed and respected FPL guests we could have on. But uh, no, we've gone into the gutter and uh, dragged out our former FPL co-host, Willie. How are you, Willie? Ah, top form there, Drew. How are you getting on, lads? All good? Not too bad. <laughs> Good. You sound good. even more like a farmer since you've last been on. Uh, haven't gone out of car in a long time now, there, mate. I think it's good, solid nine months nearly now. Isn't it? What's where's this accent going from? <laughs> oh, god, I think your Wi Fi is powered by a hamster. 4G, 4G, go on. You say that I put on like a radio voice, Kirks, but at least I'm hiding my oh, really that... boring, flat Kildare accent. Willie just went, turned into like a little hamster farmer all of a sudden. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that normally. I don't know. Maybe it's the nerves. Very nervous. Man. Yeah, it's like a little security blanket. Uh, he's back. So yeah, we got he's the band back, back together, he's lads. Alive. It's back together. So we'll get stuck straight in and we'll have a quick look at our own game weeks. And Willie, as you're the guest, we'll let you go last because we don't really care about you. So, Kirk, you go first. Lovely wife. How was your week? Um, I don't know. Do you know the average points shot up an awful lot on the last two games? Was does everybody have Kane and Son? I think everybody has Kane and Son. I think Greenish everybody has well. either. Everybody has fucking Greenish and Calvert Lewin as well. Yeah, I just found the, yeah. the average points and the top 10 average points were very close. Like I think it was like 54 and 55 or and 53 for the overall. So just like the overall average was very high. And then I rolled in on 43 and I dropped from 3 million to 3.5 million. So doing well. <laughs> That's actually impressive. Yeah. Other than taking hits, I don't even know how you can manage that. That's nah, not that bad, um, Kirks. You're, you're ahead of a good three and a half million people playing the game. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of people playing the game now. That's what I have to start saying. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm mid-table. Um, Actually, started off fine. I, Podence, Werner, Salah. I think the problem was um, Ryan was dropped out of nowhere. Uh, Foden didn't play. And Greenwood is pile of shite. So, <laughs> try to fix that in the coming weeks. Um, Yeah, not great. Yeah, you also captain Foden, Kirk. So I think that was your biggest problem. I didn't. I didn't mind that. I, I think I'd do that again. Well, um, Sal- Salah and Kane were there, just real obvious picks this week. No? I don't, well, I didn't have Kane, but I didn't fancy um, Liverpool against West Ham. I didn't think Werner was going to play, and I was almost right. Uh, <laughs> didn't fancy Wolves. Um, yeah, it was tricky to pick a captain. I thought Foden man a match last two games had scored in Europe or assisted in Europe, scored in the Premier League. And I was just like. I fancied City to win. I was like, I have one City player. So I was like, right, captain him. So, Yeah, you know I was saying to you in our own WhatsApp group that Willie's not in anymore because he's not on the pod. That, uh, <laughs> you did get away with it because he was saying there was a few obvious captains that people expected to go big and nobody really did. So it was probably a good week to kind of 
have that well, weird Berkeley kind of Kirk's. I, I'm going to say that that's that was me making the right call. Only I got the wrong guy. As in, like if I had fucking Phantom Captain Podence, I would have made the jackpot. But um, I just think you weren't that him. great. See, yeah, they haven't been that great from an attacking perspective this season at all. Um, well, man, Torres playing up front now and the back line back together, De Bruyne back from injury. Um, definitely. I, I like the back up. line. I think I think they're a lot more solid defensively. To be like they kind of a settled back four for the first time ever, probably. Yeah, you and like Sheffield they... United are a tough team to break down. Like Poole struggled to break them down as well, so I wouldn't hold that against them. But you're right, they haven't really got going. So it was it was a tough round of fixtures to say to pick a team and say they're going to win 100. They're going to win. Like I think you guys probably fancied Spurs a lot more than I did against Brighton, but I didn't fancy Liverpool against West Ham. I didn't fancy Wolves against Crystal Palace. Um, I didn't fancy Leicester against Leeds. So like I don't know, I, think I was kind of left with what I had. Spurs were off, in fairness to us. Spurs weren't great at all in that game. Not much more. Yeah, well, it's Brighton. So find Harry some Glampy running the show. Yeah, I got away with that. I got nine points off him. That's probably, Jesus, God knows where I'd be. Probably six million. Quality. Quality there. And you say it week in, week out, Kirk's like, you're, you've gone so low that it's probably impossible to get a red arrow, but you just keep getting them. Fucking, that's, that's impressive. I think I should be getting kudos just for managing to do that. But I would take hits. But Kirk's your second in command on the biggest FPL podcast in Norkel there. Like you should be aiming a little higher now. Look, the only way is up, Andy. This is it. The start of the comeback. So you, you still have your wild card, don't you, Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, sure. <laughs> he he has transfers. one after after game week 16, so he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two All free right. transfers on a hit. So I'll, I'll look quickly at my team. And uh, I didn't do much better than you, Kirk, I got 49 points. Slightly below the average. Like, if these were actual football matches, we just would be better off not turning up. It just can't seem to get anything going other than my wildcard week where I smashed it. But everything else is just just trickling along. Um, a captain Kane, so didn't have a captain blank. Have to be happy with that. Calvert-Lewin got eight points. Salah, eight points. Six points each from Dallas and James. So I didn't, on paper, I didn't feel like I did that badly. But it was four points below the average and I had a, a red arrow of about 150k so I'm down to 718k which That's it's grand up. like but it's only grand in comparison to loads of other people I know who are doing terribly but so, the only point bad, like, I, just, really. I just opened up FPL live here like the top k top 10k average 54.5 the overall average 52.8 like yeah that's 10 points higher than what I got over 7 million people, the average. I don't, there's something, I don't know, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> oh, you're definitely doing something wrong. Um, <laughs> but so are you. Like, how would, like... It's grand, lads. It's only, it's only six weeks in or whatever it is. It'd be 780k. That's fucking grand. No, I just mean, in terms of scores, I just thought that was very strange. Uh, 7 million <clears> people could average 53 and 10k at the top could average 54. Yeah, but like so. everyone is Salah and Kane. 50% of people have DCL, 30% of people have Grealish. Like Grealish got 15 points. I Grealish have... got 15 points out of the dying embers of a game where he looked like he was getting nothing. That was yeah. a killer. That was a real rank killer. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And you have people like Ross Barkley huffing and puffing, but not really doing anything. And yeah. and not on penalties. I'm destroyed. Oh, Ali, Ali's on the L pens. I don't think he is though. He kind of had to beg for the penalty off Jack. 
Jack's on pens. I heard some people saying that, so I think Grealish should be on pens. Grealish doesn't want to take penalties, so he doesn't. But he I'd doesn't want Ollie Watkins to take them by the looks of things. Like, he really had to, like, beg for it. I'd be, I'd be shocked if Grealish takes the next penalty, even though I've heard it on heard it variable sources that he heard will. Heard it on a Villa FM. Yeah. Jack doesn't <laughs> like taking penalties. Dion Dublin in the morning. Like, I, I, was, I really thought Barkley would take a penalty, so I did. But maybe Grealish was, like, picking the ball up for his best pal. They seem to have a little kind of bromance going yeah. on. Yeah, he so. was uh, WhatsApping him for four weeks again. Andy. He's, he's derailing the pod already. Come on. <laughs> Let's get this back on track. Okay. Before I wrap up my week, though, I had one mini success, which I was happy with because I had two free transfers going into the week. I was heart scared I was going to burn a transfer for the first time oh, this, ever. This was good, yeah. I, I was talking to Kirks for about two or three days solid and he was giving me loads of stupid ideas and I wouldn't go with any of them. They were real Kirksy ideas, though, a bit too uh, maverick for my liking. So I gambled on Sice not starting, so I was delighted to see him on the bench um, a little bit of common sense and quarter of a million people brought him in one person brought him out that's crazy and <laughs> I really want I really wanted to get someone in that could haul like I was being quite greedy I was it's going to be a common team on this pod I'm, I keep thinking <clears throat> what can you do to get ahead like it's just so hard to go anywhere like Kirk's has gone backwards I'm treading water we'll find out how Willie's doing it's just, it just kind of feels like you need to do something slightly different yeah, so yeah. I brought in Reese James, who I, I sold maybe two or three weeks ago because he wasn't nailed. I just thought he'd yeah. I thought he'd start because he didn't play in Russia during the week. And like that lad, when he plays, he's liable to haul at any time. I'm just not sure he's gonna play as often as I'd like. And look, he got a clean sheet. He could have got a few assists. Like he played a lovely ball into Werner at one point that was just cut out. But uh yeah, six points on the transfer, but I kind of had hoped for a little bit more and now I'm left thinking, does he start the next game? He should play count. every week, shouldn't he? I took him out just because of that as well. They look so much more dynamic with him. Like yeah. they're just, you know, he just turns attack defense into attack so quickly. I don't think he's a great defender, but like there's not many fullbacks are good at defending. Are, yeah. That's not what it's about these days. <laughs> fullbacks aren't defenders, son. So without further ado, Willie, <laughs> let us know how did your week go and just quickly, how's your season going in general? Um, my season's going pretty much the same as last year, so I am. Uh, where am I, yeah, Jay? So I was, I was over. I was in the four millions, so pretty much just staying there, up and back, back and forth. Uh, I did all right this week. Well, not all right when you're four millionth in the world. I got fifty-five points, got a little bit of a green arrow. I'm up to about three point nine mil. I had Kane as captain. Who else did I have? Don't have my points. Oh, I had Suchek early on. I had, who else did I have? I had Salah got a return. Pudence, whatever he's called, yeah. But like, and, your team looks oh, pretty solid there. Like, I mean, I, I had Ali Watkins, so I had Mitrovic got two assists for me. Um, yes, I'm not doing too bad. I have two, three, three transfers now. And just just taking it easy, lads. Coming in on well, a like, Friday. That was a good, good score. Huh? It was a good score. Like, look at your front line. Watkins, Mitrovic, Kane, all returned. Captain Kane. Your midfield, Poland returned. Salah returned. Yeah. And then, really, all you're waiting on was just a clean sheet. Like, if you yeah. had a Liverpool clean sheet, happy days, you'd be flying. Or even if I had but, Dallas uh, there the instead of ailing. As well as you did, like, most of your players scored. You got the average amount of points for the overall. Most of my, most of my players scored. I was over four millionth in the world and I still just got a tiny green arrow. Like, just showed like, you how tough it is. This you got season. 55 points, right? And you finished three millionth in this game week. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. My heart's broken. That's... I was going to say, Kirk, <laughs> you sound 
very demoralized. I just I don't know what's going on. Kirky, I don't. I wouldn't really be. I don't really look at the ranks. Like a dead genuine don't know this Kirky week. Kirky, no. Yeah. Today now I had to look at my rank and I had to research a bit. I usually don't do it till a Friday and it was a bit depressing because I was like, I'm doing shit at this game and I was figuring out the start of the week instead of on a Friday. But usually I don't really look at anything and it doesn't really bother me. Oh, it's not about bothering, just trying to figure out how to get out of the hole. Like, I mean, I would have thought you did pretty well this week. Like, you want to be aiming for 60 points a week. You got 55. Yes, you are bang average. I like, didn't have Jack, though. It's tough. No. It is tough, and uh, we've kind of talked about it a bit on the pod. It's just kind of a little bit of patience, Kirks, but also you need to have the right players and just keep them for two or three weeks. And Stop Captain I don't think, I I don't think either of us have got really the right players just yet. Like We've done okay, but neither of us have had like a Grealish or a, a Bamford when he went nuts or even Wilson this week. Just can't get those kind of... You, you had, did you have Son that week you got the hat trick him? I actually, yeah, I had him at the time. Did he get four goals? Been doing yeah. And then I sold him for the United game, though, which was heartbreaking. Yeah, when he smashed it again, yeah. Yeah, never listened to Jose. Tough out season. Nearly. Hello, what's anyway. the fun in that? Right, we don't so want to turn do we into... Fix it? How yeah, do we fix exactly. it? Exactly, we don't want to turn into one of those pods where we just mope and kind of, you know, cry and... Talk about retiring from Twitter. That's getting that. terrible stress out, actually. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I haven't listened to any FBL pods in, in fucking months. But I listened what? to a couple today because I was going on the, on the pod. I listened yeah. to a couple of, of the other ones. Yes, lads are getting very depressed about the whole FBL thing, aren't they? Lads quitting uh, and everything. It's very, very dramatic. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm moaning about it, but I don't mind. I just want to know how to get out of it. But I'm not like losing sleep or anything. No, just lads are, lads are taking it serious now. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I've kind of broken free of being a slave to FPL like a few years ago. Now I'll kind of be pissed off for five minutes of my captain blanks and then I'll turn off the computer or my phone and just go outside and, you know, see the sky and the birds and (laughs) walk around and just kind of be grateful. Okay, I don't think I, I've, I've gotten that far. I don't think I get it. <laughs> do a bit, do a bit of mi- mindfulness. Yeah. Namaste, Kirks. Namaste. Lads, I'm grand. There's a keep talking to me so I'm having a mental break. I've been reading a few uh, Buddha Buddha books lately. I love I love the Buddha books. Mad into the Buddhas. The Buddhas are, yeah. are sound lads. I started doing some mindfulness as well, and I started yeah, reading some cool. self help books. Kirks, you could, should get on them. You should get you know, <laughs> like the the Kirk's, chimp the chimp paradox deadly, yeah. and all those kind all right. of books. Willie's reading self help books. You're going for mindful walks. I'm not doing anything. I'm Grant. <laughs> <laughs> not the one having a mental breakdown. But you need to be doing these kind of things. That's what the fucking sort you Actually, you can't be sitting in your little FPL dungeon there <laughs> wondering how it's going to all turn around. You have to like <laughs> get out and enjoy life as well. Mm. You know? Right. Well, so we've got very sidetracked. Let's keep <laughs> going. Um, Kirk's just said there, how do we get out of it, lads? So on a weekly basis now, instead of going through all the games and you know, fluting around with game week seven. We kind of want to find three or four topics that we'll talk about that might help us get ahead. So instead of talking about stuff that has happened, let's try and predict some things, talk about strategy, try and kind of figure out how we're going to improve our ORs. So I gave you a bit of homework and I'm pretty sure nobody has done it. So I'll start with myself. Um, And the first topic I want to talk about is Arsenal. Can I copy that? 
Yeah, you can indeed. Great. It might Excellent. seem like a weird one because even a few oh. weeks ago, I'd be like, why would you talk about Arsenal? They're just not an FPL team. Let's move on. I'm pretty sure I said it to you, Kirks. Anytime we talk about an Arsenal result, it's like, move on. But they've got through a bit of a tricky run of fixtures. Their fixtures are starting to turn around. Um, one more really tough game and then I think they've got a great run, have they? <laughs> I, I, I'm here looking at a fixture, a nice home green fixture. And I was like, what is he on about? Till I looked a little closer. Um, <sighs> yeah, Kirksey's villaed up the pod already. But uh, look, there's no point, you know, getting in Sun and Kane. There's no point kind of talking only about the likes of City and Liverpool and stuff everybody knows. Like Arsenal have been pretty damn blunt as an FPL team for the first seven game weeks. Is there anything we can look at that will kind of encourage us to get any other players in or that we can get on them early? Or is it just a no-go? Um, well, so did you do the homework or just you just researched the question and now you're going to land us with the homework? No, no, I had a little bit of a look, so I did. I think so like in the first... Uh, Few fix in the first nine fixtures, they were playing five of last season's top 10. So, like, they did have a tricky enough run. Um, their defense is pretty solid, they're not really scoring. Like, they've conceded seven goals in seven games. I think they've scored nine goals in seven games. And when you think of how high scoring the season's been, and like all sorts of weird teams are putting seven past champions, and you know, United are getting beat 6 1 for Arsenal to have only scored nine and seven, it's pretty, pretty uh, solid. Surely, surely you'd have to be thinking about bringing a defensive option in now. Like your man, um, Gabriel's actually quality, isn't he? I don't know if he's an FBL last week, but he's he's made well, him a lot more solid at the back. He's, he's a good breaking defender. Breaking news: so Kirk's has made his transfers though. for this week, and Gabriel is in. Cool. Oh, there you go. I was I was going to say Gabriel might make someone like Bellerin a decent option because he has like attacking output as well, and he got an oh, assist against United. Did so he? Ga- Gabriel Kirk's. Yeah, so when you asked us to do the topics, I actually texted you back and I actually said, I think I said Wolves and Arsenal. So we both had said Arsenal and uh, well, that was interesting enough in itself because same as you, I was looking at it and I was like, the fixtures are changing. They've been fairly tight. Arteta's been fairly like head screwed on. Like he's he's going into the against the big teams fairly defensively, but now that he has some easier fixtures coming up, is he going to kind of push forward a little bit? Like he seems to be... Uh, tightening up protecting them protecting the team so um surely if they keep those clean sheets against the big teams they're going to do well in the next couple of fixtures against Leeds and Villa and Chris Palace whoever the hell they have so yeah brought in Gabriel at the back um they're one of the better defenses and just out of interest there is With only the three center. teams in the league who are outperforming their XGA okay. which is generally a good indication of like you know uh saves or blocks or like you know that kind of stuff so Arsenal Wolves and Sheffield United are the only three teams um, so normally in that you'd see Burnley and United would be two teams who down the years would always have a, a big difference in their XGA and that comes out like Pope um, the way Burnley defend and De Gea and De, yeah, a couple like, seasons ago. that stuff so like for me when they're overperforming it means they're doing something right defensively and Wolves was the other team I was going to touch on our team who are doing it very well defensively. So, yeah, definitely. Arsenal goals conceded seven, expected goals conceded 7.6 or something. So, yeah, very interested in Arsenal's defence. Yeah, and just to further that, I was looking at a few more stats on their defence and just for shots, shots in the box, they're third for their third best. So they've allowed 35 shots in the box, 
Um, they've only allowed 23 shots on target. They're second best. And uh, they've only allowed 12 big chances against them, which isn't great. It's joint fifth. But that kind of shows me that they're, they're kind of keeping teams at bay. Like they're not really giving them good chances. Like any teams that are taking shots, they're speculative or they're not really getting into good goal scoring chances. So like their shape and their defense, obviously you, you can tell from watching it, like United didn't lay a glove on them at the weekend. Yeah. Not a solid but, but like, are we going to make that much ground talking about Arsenal defense? So Kirk, you said Gabrielle, I feel like I should be making some sort of jokes about like dreams can come true and like eye patches and all that kind of stuff. I'm thinking about, <laughs> I'm th- thinking about Bellerin. He's 5 million. Um, That's where I am as well. Ib. He's 33 points, which is the sixth highest defender. He's three assists. Nobody has any more assists than him. He's two clean sheets with his team and he's six bonus. So he's joined second for bonus. He's getting um, to the box a bit, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's a bit of a weird one. At the start of the season... amazing. I, I looked at stats, right? I was going to like have a big spiel about Bellerin, but like his, his stats aren't like wouldn't blow you out of the water, but just watching the games, he just, just looks involved. Looks and he's played, he's played every minute of the season. At the start of the season, I thought your man Cedric Suarez or whatever and uh, oh, yeah. Ainsley Maitland-Niles would be kind of pushing for his place. And do you remember he was rumoured to be going to PSG or somewhere and... But yeah. he's literally played every minute, so he must be as nailed as nailed can be. And um, he's absolutely lightning, like and like you said, he's getting forward, getting into the box. He's causing uh, trouble, like the likes of Pogba and stuff, making a fool of himself, fouling him. Uh, his assists have been kind of lucky, like he got two against Sheffield United and he got fouled for that penalty. But like, yeah. like Kirk said, in easier games, as are things gonna open up? Will Arteta branch out? So I definitely think about a defender. Uh, is there anyone in midfield? Saka's still midfielder, but he's playing like a left wing back at the moment. Hmm. There's nobody. Um, it's, it's it's the defence or nothing, I think. Saka's down to 5.3 million. Um, it's pretty cheap. He started the last four games. He has one goal. But you said Bellerin's stats wouldn't exactly... Bellerin's stats are actually very poor. And that's actually why I didn't go with him in, in the end. Like his... Expected assists is, is brutal. Expected goals is non-existent. His key passes is, is quite but poor it, as well. Our, like as I said, he is in the box a lot. It's like if you win a penalty, that's that's zero xa, is it? Well, yeah, it would be because yeah. it's not a pass leading to a goal. Is it? Remember that was the same with Zaha a few seasons ago. He was like winning loads of penalties and his expected assists like I'd like call up here quickly, but the so key passes is something you'd expect someone playing wing back to have quite a decent amount of. So just to compare, right? So key passes per 90, Bellerin 0.57. And I just want to jump in shallow or someone. So I jump to Trent just to see like he'd be the top of the end of the Rob will be top of what, what you'd expect. So key passes 1.86 for Trent. Roberts in 1.43. So like but you're three... comparing him against the absolute creme de la creme. Like he's but five this million. Is, this is what I want. <laughs> yeah. well, well, guys, I, I don't want half two. a pass a match. I want. <laughs> but would you not be a little bit happy with solid clean sheets and the odd attack in return? Yeah, I, I just don't see the numbers there to say that he's going to get them. Um, and that's why I went with Gabriel in the end because I think he'll be on the end of corners. Dreams um, can. <laughs> it's kind of that's kind of very <laughs> apt. Very apt. Yeah. Hopefully, Kirk's. I can just imagine him scoring <laughs> against Villa, and we'll be laughing about this next week. Bellerin or Gabriel? Gabriel. Good. Okay. I wouldn't put you off, Gabriel. I like Gabriel. 
he looks like a bit of a header ball, doesn't he? Yeah. He plays like a little Andrew. bit of a header ball, but he looks very solid. Um, so before we move on, I just want to talk about uh, Aubameyang because I have this little theory in my head. Like he's been, from an FPL point of view, he's been terrible. And I think it's kind of because they've had tough fixtures just to do with their shape and the way they play. Like he's being asked to do a little bit of defensive work. He's out on the left most of the time. Hasn't really got involved. Uh, I think he's two goals and one assist this season, one being a penalty. Mm. Do you think there's any chance, like I'm looking for a Bruno replacement? Is there any way I could get on Aubameyang super early? And it would be just a hunch. It would just be kind of relying on knowing that he's a, a quality FPL player from the last two seasons and just hoping I get on him when he goes on a run. But I've no, I've no stats. I've no performances to kind of back that up. It's a punt, isn't it? Could work out, but it's a very expensive a punt. punt, though, isn't it? Yeah, wouldn't be That's, for me now, but I wouldn't do it either. I love a punt. It's just it's too expensive. I'm just thinking, like, like he's playing Villa, so Tyrone Mings is just a moron. Like you know, he's liable to do anything, so he could get a penalty. Then he's playing Leeds away. I think Arsenal are going to do quite well against Leeds, and I thought Leicester would as well. Just teams really fast on the break. Enter. Yeah, that'll. I think you have to wait till after the Villa game to see how they deal with a team they think they should beat. Yeah, um, I don't think it's as easy to step out of a defensive team and just go attack somebody and win by three or four goals. Like it just doesn't happen like that. I so, agree with Kirk. I, I don't think Arsenal are going to do that anymore. I, I think we have to see how they um, how they approach the Villa game. If they come out with an extra man in midfield, or you know they 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 play it fast, or up they move up the pitch a bit and play it a bit faster. <clears throat> yeah, even, then get on them for the next couple of games. Even from but, from a defensive perspective, your man Partey looks actually looks like class, doesn't he? I'm glad you brought him up, Willie, because I'm just thinking hopefully he'll allow a few people to just kind of express themselves and open up and play a little bit more attacking because he does look good, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks good. Very impressive. The last the real box who, gets, to box. who gets dropped? Like, is it Jacko was dropped and then Lenny played the last day? Who? And Lenny played with him the last day and then the game before that, Sabias played with him. I think the the main takeaway is that he's oh. it's always going to be him yeah, plus one. He's yeah. Playing, yeah. Um, maybe you'll see different teams like maybe against Villa they might start with Sabalas and Partey and then yeah. like push up a little bit but they could be punished by Villa like I just think just get a defender in and just like you couldn't be there's no one else is there I don't think so like if you look at William he started off like a house on fire three assists yeah. in the first game week hasn't had a return since Lacazette got three goals in his first three games me and Kirk's are always saying you just never know when he's going to be dropped for uh, Eddie and you know he's not going to play 90 minutes every week. Like, Nketiah is going to come on at some stage every single game. Nketiah will get a run of games at some point, And his numbers aren't bad, considering he's coming off the bench. So, yeah. like, like you said, it's just hard. They could play half a game each. They could play four games in a row and they'd be dropped for eight. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll move on from Arsenal. Do you want to do my next topic, Kirk? Or do you want to do yours? Uh, do mine, because it's kind of very related. So, okay. Um. When I was saying about Arsenal, they've been quite good defensively. The other team was uh, Wolves. And <clears throat> Wolves were on a, a kind of a good run of fixtures there. And I think a few people had a player, and I had two, Jimenez and uh, Podence. But I think just trying to pick them apart, they aren't going to score many goals. Like, they haven't been playing brilliantly. They haven't been playing badly. They've just been playing very solid. And I think going forward, the options are definitely at the back for value, like if Kilman keeps his spot, like that's a four point, what two million defender. What is he like? Top, five point five point five five million. Yeah. Um, if your man on the left back, whose name I can't even remember, Atza, Aitza, whatever. Sorry, 
Al Nuri. Al Nuri. Who is oh, yeah, it? Al Nuri, yeah. But like, I think me and Andy were talking about last week saying Sice is not a left back. Uh, your man who they brought in, Marcal, is a bit part player. Like, he's never really played for anybody for a full season. So this yeah. guy might have, a, might have a chance. And what he does is he gets down the left and he's quite a tricky player. He lets Podens get uh, <laughs> further on and, and more infield. Like overlapping them and letting Podens go in. Um, so I, well, just from Wolves, there's like definitely options at the back now. Like that's too cheap. Watch your man Nuno said, Nuno said after the game, he said he took his goal well, but he said he still has a lot to learn defensively. Yeah, they were making the point that he he's he's more of a winger turned wing back than yeah. you know defender turned wing back. So, but he such much better balance in that team with a left-sided player at that plane. And yeah. that makes the Podens a little bit better as well for me. So going forward, I've dropped Jimenez. I just, I can't have a striker who you might get a goal, but Wolves aren't going to score more than two goals in any one game. They probably average one goal, I'd say, going forward. So I'm looking for a cheap defender from them, Kilman or Altnuri. And Podens is a cheap midfielder who might benefit from the um, left Fixers aren't amazing though, are they? Like the Fixers are bad, but I think if right. you're... It's just it's getting value. cheap defenders. Yeah, it's like surely Kil- Kilman's a great option at the price. It doesn't I, look like. I think Kilman's just as nailed as nail can be at this stage. Yeah. I think that was the the acid test at the weekend. Everyone kind of thought it was between him and Sice because Sice isn't a left wing back, and uh, Kilman couldn't be dropped really, could he? Based on form, like he played yeah. very well in the last three games. Yeah. Um, he's only twenty three. Like Sice is thirty. Just like I'm not ageist, but just if. Nuno is planning for the future and you know one lad is outperforming the other They're, you can't just not play him just because the other guy's been one of your favourites and yeah, he's been reliable you kind of have to go with the better player I, I think he's pretty nailed now yeah, so Sice is a, a defensive midfielder turns left centre half so yeah, Sice is more a midfielder to be fair he's I know always he's been like yeah, half square peg round yeah. hole so. but Kilman yeah. looks like a footballer but he's also like six something and like you know he just he fits in very nicely to that team so you think he's he's nailed now going forward? Kirk said but, we mentioned he used to play futsal. Oh yeah, were we talking about this futsal? Oh, it's it's literally like on every futsal. single match. Every commentator always like international futsal player. Yeah. yeah, but that must be great for like what is he? He's quite tall. Is he like six three or four or something? And like he's an international futsal player, which means like he's got techers as well. Yeah, techers like, as well. Eh? So, I would like, not I mean, have picked him as a futsal player. So I mean, he must be. A lovely fit for that team in, in a back three. Um, yeah, those Wolves fixtures are horrific though. Like they play Leicester, yeah, but... Southampton, Arsenal, Liverpool, Villa, Chelsea, Burnley, Tottenham, Man United, and the um, next there's, nine. There's no such thing as a bad fixture anymore. No. Um, like what? What you say there? Southampton, Leicester, Southampton, Arsenal, Liverpool, and the next four. I wouldn't okay. want to play he, any of them. Even Liverpool like I'm thinking again. I put in, so I'm thinking getting rid of him. Like. He looks fucking class. So you're literally watching this lad's an absolute baller. And actually watched some of the highlights in the Champions League skewed the goals he scored before he came to Wolves. And he looks absolutely deadly. But he gets hauled off after about 65, 70 minutes. And he looks deadly, but he doesn't really return ever. See, I, I think like even from last week, right, against Newcastle, he had size on the left. And I think he had to drift a bit. And he had three shots in that game, all from outside the box. Your man, Nuri plays. And he, cuts, he goes down the left. Poden moves in a little bit, three shots inside the box. So if at five and a half million, and Wolves are a decent team, I'm happy to have them. I'll put them on my bench if I need to. I think that's that's probably the key point. Like I'm not spending money on Wolves. I just want 
maybe a guy from Wolves. Traore is a, a 60, 70 million pound player. Like, is he going to be staying on? How long is he going to stick on the bench for? Like, doesn't sound like he wants to play him. Like, there's no reason not to start him. Well, what's going on there? Like, he surely wants to start him, even if he wants him to get a move. He wants to sell him to Poole next season for 70 million. If he's sitting on the bench all season, he'd only get 20 million for him. That's a weird one, isn't it? Chado was on the bench for Wolves as well. And look at it, he's flying now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's just the system more than anything else with the five at the back. He mm. just wants the system more than he wants the players. But like, you can't really argue with the results. They've been slow and steady, but they're right up there in the yeah. top half of the table, like well up there. Yeah, goals against is, is great. Like I saying, them Arsenal and Sheffield United, the only teams that performed their mm. XGA and they're still quite low. It's uh, a very Arsenal. Kirk's move. Everyone's talking about getting rid of their Wolves players and Kirk's is like, my tonight, my specialist. Oh no, sorry. No. Wolves. Get them I in. had I had Jimenez in potence. So I'm I'm selling Jimenez. I'm not putting money into this. But you're looking at someone like Hillman and you're just like, keep him for the season. Like four million starting Wolves defender. Bench him. Yeah, he's four point three now, but even at that he's very cheap. Yeah, yeah. Do cool. I no. So No, neither okay. do I. And I did think about <laughs> kind of just using him as a blocker last week when I was getting rid of Sice and I was like, well, if you get Kilman in instead of Mitchell, you'll have Sice and Kilman and like worst case scenario, one starts best case, you get two of them and you might get a clean sheet, but I just couldn't do it. It just seemed like such a blocker move. I was looking for the hall. I was looking for the Reese James move, the Cancelo 15 pointer, something kind of crazy. Like you got that. it. You got it. Well, no, I didn't. I got six points cards. I got the, the middle of the road, like, End of I the bite your scale. leg off for six points. <laughs> six points from a defender, Drew. That's fucking serious. Right. So we'll move on to the next topic and probably the final one now because Willie, you definitely didn't do your homework. And uh, didn't do any homework. Kirk sounded like he was struggling there. I think you made that up on the spot. Wolves. <laughs> I texted you Wolves, this like eh? three days ago. Yeah, nobody. The listeners can't <laughs> see that, Kirk. So I can say whatever I want right now. So. Okay, uh, Topic number two for me is mid-price forwards. And it might seem real generic and uh, people talk about this every week. But I think the key to this season has been being on the right ones. Because like every single week, one or two of them have a like a feckin' epic haul that I just haven't been able to get. And uh, I just want to... I just want to... Yeah, but not even chasing after them. I think if you got in the right You're one not or though, two... There's so, like you might miss the hall, but there's there's so many good budget forwards. You could have three budget. Well, I know you want Kane for captain, but there's so many good budget forwards. There really is, like, yeah. So look, if you started in game week two and had a look through the team of the week, you would have had Calvert Lewin with 17 points, Mope with 16. Game week three, you would have had Callum Robinson with 13. He's a no go. Then week four, you would have had Watkins with 19 points, Wilson with 16 points. Week five, Shea Adams got 11 points. Week six, Bamford got 17 points. And week seven, just the week gone by, Wilson got 12, DCL got eight, Watkins got seven. Like, there's just so much value there. So if we were to say, like Willie said, people might have a a premium striker. So you might have a spot for your premium and some people might have a four and a half. So you're probably only looking at two of the rest. Who would be your top two for the kind of mid to budget? price forwards and why just for the fixtures coming up so the next four or five games right, right, anyone any thoughts I, I have it here in front of me uh, what I was looking at was 
<laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what did he say? GCL and Wilson. Ah. Uh, Wilson, for me, is uh, he's not fluking it. Um, he's, his expected goals and his goals are fairly aligned. He's guaranteed starter. He's a penalty taker. He's a great finisher. So I think he's defer- my first pick. Just based on like he's, it's not like a fluke. Like we know what he's able to do, and he can, can he can keep that up. Um, the other one I was going to say and be shocked is actually Ollie Watkins. <laughs> oh God! Uh, Mid price again. It, it, the only reason is that it's he's his expected goals and his goals are fairly aligned. It's like he's he's consistent. Like he's not picking shooting from the halfway line and getting a goal and like whatever. His expected goals is in line, and I think he can maintain that. I think he's going to start, and he's cheaper. I and he begs get, for penalties. Don't think he's going to get twenty goals in the season, but like if you have a second striker, or third striker, and you're that's what you're looking for. I think he's going to be there thereabouts in terms of performance for middle level strikers. Okay, like it could, just to compare it to Dominic Carvalhoon and uh, Bamford, like they're exceeding their goals by over two in terms of difference between expected and goals. So you'd expect that to normalise. Does DCL not have the highest XG of all forwards? Wilson has a mine. And then oh, he Kane. has it now. I think you're right. Yeah, DCL had it last week. But DCL has, has a very high X, XG. XG. XG non-penalty, I think DCL is the highest in the league, maybe. Yeah, definitely. But he's, yeah. he's, he's over two goals. He loves difference. a shot in the bottom. He loves a big chance, doesn't he? Or a, a tap-in. I think... DCL is a big option, but I'm not bringing looking at him until the lads are back. Dina, yeah, Coleman, when they get Richie and, and Hamas, back. Fordham. You need, they need to forward them back for him to, yeah. to prosper. I think um, J-Rod gets his little willy sorted. He'll be all right, won't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be all right for next week, anyway. He makes a massive difference. He's a quality player, isn't he? Like Fordham. But if you think about how DCL uh, gets goals, like from crosses yeah. and his jump... The two fullbacks and the two wingers are, are Tina, Coleman, four and Richie and, and J-Rod. Yeah, probably the four most important players. Yeah. Four or five so, most important players. He, obviously, every time one of them comes back, he gets a little bit better. But like, considering yeah. how devastating they were at the start of the season, you want all four of them playing. Yeah. Okay. I brought up this topic because for some reason, I'm, I'm thinking of getting rid of DCL. And I don't know why. Like, If I look at the stats, if I look at his returns, it's just watching football. He's so underwhelming. Like, He does nothing for... 80 to 90 percent of the game even watching him against newcastle but like should that matter like all i should oh, no. worry about great is returns great left. left so he does but like he plays man united yeah. next which isn't probably isn't that bad a fixture Fulham then, then don't he Fulham leads and burnley like so would i be a fool to get rid of him get rid of yep. him yeah you'd be a fool i didn't bring him in i i brought in wilson as my um my next sub yeah but like when I'm talking about trying to get ahead or trying to do something different this season, like he's nearly 60% owned and he's probably nicking one goal a game max. He was lucky Fucking, to get that goal. He gets a lot of bonus though, doesn't he? Yeah. Like yeah. two bonus in a losing yeah. game against Newcastle. But like, will he just say he didn't get on the end of that like fucking two yard from goal shot <laughs> against Newcastle and I had to sold him. All of a sudden he's on a blank and just say I got him Wilson. That's a huge jump in rank. I just, yeah. I don't think he's ever going to hit the highs of the West Brom hat-trick again. I think that's kind of flattering him. Both yeah, no, in I think terms he's of returns and stats. And what you say, 1.2 million, circa 1.2 million by going down to Wilson or someone like that. Like, yeah, and, and to be honest, it could go to anyone. Like, I don't, it doesn't have to be, there, there's something about DCL I don't like, and I don't know if it's bad memories from the end of last season yeah. or 
But like he's only blanked in one game. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm struggling with this one. I'm wrestling with my own mind. I, I wouldn't be getting rid of him. I'd be waiting a couple of games. Like United have hardly been world beaters. Like no, but like United struggle with pace and teams running in behind them. They, Harry Maguire would probably do okay with you know balls yeah. into the box. Maybe especially yeah. when they're missing a few lads that are good at putting balls into the box. You know, man, no, I can see yeah. where it come from. But your team would want to be in a pretty good good position to be able to have a free transfer out of Dominic Calvert Lewin, like. I have two free transfers and I'm struggling to use them again. It's like fucking yeah. Groundhog Day from last week. But Wilson's fixtures, like I know you're talking about switching, but you have the transfers there. You're not taking a hit to do this. No, no, no. Um, Newcastle, Southampton, Chelsea, Chris Palace, Villa, West Brom, Leeds, Fulham. And I he mean, has penalties. That's not bad penalties for fixtures for Wilson. Uh, like DCL, I don't think, I've never seen DCL take a penalty. No. Um, but, but he has, he has those nice three games. The Newcastle, you just have to take that into account, lads. Newcastle yes. are historically when, a very low X3 team. When they have their players back, and I think that makes such a difference. I made a few quid off um, Newcastle beating Everton at the weekend because, like, that starting lineup, I texted you in the group, that starting lineup was fucking relegation level. It was dreadful. Yeah, it was a poor team. Um, and then the, the price that Newcastle were to beat them was ridiculous, considering um, they made a meal of it at the end, nearly threw it away, but at the end of the day, they, they won fairly okay. Like, um, they need those lads back or else just completely forget it. Like John Joe, I don't know who the left back was, uh, Sigerson, Delph, Awobi, like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we said it. We said it at the start of the season. All they're only be able to maintain their form if they kind of have a really lucky run of no injuries, because like their squad just can't handle it. The same <clears> with Villa, the same with Southampton. These teams that are performing well, but I think their best 11s are so much better than what they have coming in. How he do Leeds a, do it, though? A ball bag as well. Bielsa just gets these lads that you know and has a fucking clue who they are and they come in and they're just as good as the lads that started. Like like Shackleton. Who's, who's Shackleton? Ernest Shackleton. It's <laughs> <laughs> a North Pole. Mm. Uh, yeah. Right, lads. So if we're looking at the last four game weeks and goals scored for forwards, like you have Harry Kane at the, stop, the top on five, but then you have Watkins... Callum Wilson, Bamford, DCL in behind. So, like, there is loads of value there. Um, it's just about finding the right two. You've kind of said your two. I've mentioned them. I'm, I'm thinking about getting rid of Calvert-Lewin, but I think it's just, I don't know, a bit it of has. frustration with the season. Willie, before we wrap this topic up, how good is Ollie Watkins? Because I think he's pretty average. You, you've been watching more than me. Yeah, he's absolutely quality. I don't know if he's going to get a ridiculous amount of goals, but <laughs> yeah, he was actually, uh, he was, Dino had him as a winger at Brentford and he like ended up then came in more as a striker last season but he adds so much to us at the front so he can hold up the ball he can go out wide he just has that little bit more he's strong he's kind of a he's a pretty lad as well isn't he yeah but oh, Willie gosh. right before the Liverpool game he hadn't scored a goal after the Liverpool no, game he scored against he United score. in pre-season didn't he? he did are you talking about pre-season friendlies now <laughs> Yeah. After the Liverpool game, he didn't score a goal until he begged Super Jack for a penalty. I just kind of feel like he's just chugging along, like. And no, he's no, six million. He's six even, million. Even in in some of the games, like I actually thought he was very poor there in the last game. But in a lot of the games, he hasn't been scoring goals, but he's been really involved in the play. So he has been. You know, he just is something different that we haven't had in a long, long time with fucking Samata or. Keenan Davis or actually Willie you owe no, us an have, apology for the last time you owe oh, us an yeah. apology the last time you were one of the last times you were on the pod and they had just brought in Samata and you said he was going to be one of the best African <coughs> imports of all time 
Can you apologise to our listeners for that? I said in the Turkish league, he's going to be one of the best African imports in the Turkish league. He's banging them in over there. Is uh, he? Is he? I'm going to Google that. Is he? Well, he scored two goals on his debut. Don't waste your time, Kirks. Cool. So we'll leave it there with the, the <laughs> topics. That brings us on to game week eight, and we'll have a quick look at our plans. So, Kirks, over to you. Transfers, captains, all of that jazz. Yeah, so um, having gone through a couple of those discussions earlier on, um, I've made three transfers. So I rolled one, so I had two free and took a hit. So mini wild card, as Willie would say. <laughs> no? No, it doesn't You got anything. there before him. Yeah. Um, you're so turning it, into such a casual, making transfers before Champions League games. Shocking. Uh, just the price. You know how much money I've lost on stupidity? Like, I'm probably like two million down. Anyway. Um, so out go Stuart, who did not work out. That was a bad move. Who, who is he? He's uh, the guy who was supposedly meant to play instead of Calvin while he was out injured and then got subbed off at half time and hasn't seen him in Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that dude for Leeds, yeah. yeah. Oh, I took a Juice James for him. Perks, I, lo- I like the sentiment of that one. It made sense on paper. That, that worked out real well. I think uh, what the Reese James have two clean sheets in the meantime. Fantastic. Anyway, so he's gone. Uh, Greenwood's gone. Oh, dear God. What another terrible decision. He decided to go smoking nitrous or banging Icelandic birds. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. No, no, I don't know how terrible a decision that was. Did you see your one? <laughs> Football and wise, disaster. Yeah. Icelandic um, supermodels are greater than FPL points. Yeah, definitely. His, his uh, goal conversion rate is still deadly and he's still a quality footballer and he's going to be United's number nine going forward. But FPL right now, disaster. So he's gone and the third player gone is Jimenez. And that's kind of based on the discussion we had earlier on with they won't score more than two goals, probably not more than one goal. And the attack is probably the wrong place to have the money. So <clears throat> those two boys are gone and in comes Gabriel for Arsenal, who we talked about earlier on. James <laughs> Go at the back. Uh, De Bruyne in midfield. Oh, big dog. Oh. Home against Liverpool. He likes that fixture, but it's for the run of fixtures yeah. afterwards, mainly. Uh, so hoping he comes back to his normal FPL prowess. And up front, instead of as it's Wilson, who uh, we mentioned earlier as well, is matching his XG with his G and has a good run of fixtures. <laughs> so there we go. Hopefully he turns it around. Minus okay. four. But you're well set up. Like yeah, looks well set up, but again... I've said that and Kirk, you're kind of getting on like Wilson. He's not really a secret. Uh, Gabriel, not many people will have. And like, I think you're getting on KDB really early, which hopefully pays off yeah. for you. Because I'm thinking about doing the year, same. I yeah. think he can return the Liverpool game at home like, and the Spurs game, whatever. Yeah, and then he's got a nice run of fixtures. So hopefully he just stays fit. That's really it. Cool. And I'm thinking of getting him in, and I possibly a similar thought process. I'm like, you see those two red fixtures on the owl FDR but like you said he is fixture proof he performs quite well against pool Spurs are kind of sixes and sevens in some games like they're not they're not great amazing by a long time three amazing players Mm. but they're not great and to get the best of KDB you need to get on him I think for those fixtures and hope he gets a few points instead of him getting points in those games and then everybody jumping everybody having him yeah he can return against Liverpool no problem yeah, who are you going to captain, Kirks? I've captain Son at the moment away to West Brom. Uh, Son loves the fucking away game, doesn't he? 
double whammy. It's they're against West Brom, who look shocking, and it's also covering me because I don't have Kane. Cool, Willie. Over to you. What are you doing for game week eight? Um. Well, I still have the double pool defense, and uh, think it's time to let go of one of them anyway. So <clears throat> I'm looking at a Zuma. Willie, can I just or... stop you there for a yeah. second? It just sounds like we're on. It, it sounds like we're on a racing podcast here instead of like an FPL one. You sound like a jockey, so you do. <laughs> Look like a jockey too. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, <laughs> just that. wanted to yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm looking at doing um TAA to either Zuma, Chilwell, or Bellerin. I'll stew it over over the next few days. See what happens. Yep. And I was looking at. Havertz there and I want to do Havertz to Grealish but I don't know whether to leave it for a week maybe because Havertz has Sheffield United but I haven't been impressed with Havertz so he's not getting many shots in the box and he doesn't look like doesn't look like Chelsea's danger mouse so yeah. I may leave that one but whenever I do good, the, he looks whenever like a good player do, he is a good player but when I do the Havertz to Grealish anyway that'll give me a few quid in the bank so in a couple of weeks time when um, Man City have the fixture swing and I think Spurs fixtures get a bit tougher, so I don't want double fixtures. I can I'll have the money in the bank to move Sun to De Bruyne. So that's my that's my cool. thinking. So this week anyway, get off the Liverpool double D. Can then, I ask you why are you been in Trent ahead of Robbo? because uh, I've been really impressed with Robbo this season. He seems to be getting a lot more shots and a lot more chance chance created. Kirk's might tell you some more about it, but it looks like Liverpool have changed their tactics a little bit. Robertson kind of looks like there's more kind of is is he is he more dangerous going forward? Is is Trent not having a few more shots in the box? Trent doesn't seem to be creating as many chances. Robert Trent's numbers are still great. I think I the mean, last yeah. two or three games, Trent is starting to kind of turn the screw a bit. The first yeah. few games, Robertson was clearly ahead of him, but I think Trent is starting to kind of match like, him, and if not and, better him. And if you see yeah. the the Champions League games in between, like how he hasn't scored in FPL the Premier League in the last couple of game weeks. Is, is, is like that that ball he put through for Salah. I think he was offside. We talked about it last week. That was fucking incredible and great finish by Salah. Right there's a Trent assist Salah goal gone for the records. But like they they have that in their locker and it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen soon. Both of them, Kirks. No, no. get rid of one of them. Definitely get rid of one. Who would not, you get rid not, of? Just not enough clean sheets to to warrant the money. What's the difference in the price? Still about half million, I'd say. Is it? Well, I think Trent Trent, Trent has dropped. Point four then. Yeah. I, I don't want to get yeah. rid of Robertson though. Anytime I anytime I watch the games, I'm like, I think Robertson's really like been. Robertson. I think he hasn't been near as good the last two games, three games even. He He's, had a shot there last. He could score. He could, he could have got a goal, and then he drilled one across the box. Nearly, okay, if he hit anyone, it would have went in. He could have easily had a goal and assist the last day. Yeah, I was watching yeah. him against. I don't know if it was Sheffield United, and like every time he got the ball, he cut back and he passed the ball sideways or backwards. Whereas in the first few games, he was just driving forwards into the box. He just, I haven't been they're, as impressed with him. I'd keep, still, I'd keep Trent, so I would. They're still first and second for XGI, all defenders, aren't they? Since I, I would go Trent hard. as well, just because I think you might have an edge with him now. Yeah. Like top 10 players dropping him. I think if he does haul, I think it'd be more beneficial. I don't know if I can go. I don't know if I can go Son to De Bruyne if I if I go. Oh well, then that makes the decisions made. Then that's not yeah. fine. If it's not an option, that's yeah. that's different. Cool. So, I, I wanted to get rid of. I want to get rid of Mitro for DCL actually, but then he got two assists. Yeah, but like, should you not just take those points and yeah, run? Yeah, definitely. Like Fucking he played the it. he played the worst team in the league, like and got some points. 
Yeah, but he has he has Everton after West Ham, and Everton are one of the worst defensively. Oh, fuck that! I I think we said Fulham for two games, and those two games are gone now. Time to move on. Uh, cool. yeah. And Willie, who are you going to captain? Hundred uh, percent, Harry Kane, West Ham away. Harry Kane, okay. Vice captain, uh, son. Before I move on to my team, is there any point looking outside of that game for captaincy? Is there anybody else? No. No. I'm only covered my ass, to be honest. I'd love to captain somebody else. Cool. If you had a Chelsea uh, attacking player, would you captain them? I have Werner still. But, but fuck it. I need, to, like I said, defense, defensive, cover my ass. That's cover your ass. That's fair enough. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I have. Uh, there's some sort of joke about Willie being on the pod and that statement, but I don't want to go into that. I don't want to insult anybody. That's the wall. Yeah. You wouldn't be insulting me anyway, son. <laughs> yes, yes, son, pal, bud. So yeah, I have two free transfers again. Uh, not really sure what to do with them. Uh, the captaincy is on Harry Kane at the minute. It's between him and uh, Son for me. Son, I agree with both of you. I think they're the two best options, and uh, I won't look elsewhere. Can I get your opinion on my first sub? Would you have at the minute? I have Barkley as my first sub away to Arsenal, and starting ahead of him, I have Susek home to Fulham. But like a Susek, just that <sighs> bean pole that Kirk's talks about, he runs into the box, but he's not really getting any points. He's going to get I, points. That's Susek. He's you? going to get points. I'd start him. Ahead of Barkley, yeah. If oh, I had him in my team, I'd have him in. He is going to haul at some point. He's going he's to get my team, two man. goals. He's starting. And, and I have him ahead of Podence and Watkins. They're the two I'm kind of considering. Which one will I start out with them? But yeah. uh, Sutek is 100% starting in my club. My only problem with West Ham was Antonio was a massive, massive loss. And he would have been in my pick for mid-price forwards, I think, yeah. going into this run. And it might change the way they play a little bit. But if they stay with the five at the back, the two wing-backs, and the crosses into the box like they're doing, Sutek is definitely going to get a goal in the next okay. run of fixtures. Yeah, I think so. Go Sutek. Yeah, well, that's, that's the way I am at the minute. So I have two free transfers. Again, it's like last week. I'm not going to burn one. So I need to make one. So I'm between getting rid of Bruno for KDB or Sterling. Uh, I want KDB long-term, but I just kind of think Sterling might be more of a punt. Just watching United, 10.5 million. And like being a United fan is just pure misery watching them and having that amount of money kind of sunk into United uh, asset. Imagine being a Liverpool fan. And poor poor last day, wasn't he? Uh, he was poor and he got hauled off. And the only thing that makes hauled me want to keep him is... They're playing West Brom at home in game week nine, and he could be the best captaincy option. Do you think what what are your thoughts on Bruno against Everton? Do you think there's any points there? I think Everton could I think they'll be a beat United. Fest. I think they'll be nil all or one nil. I think Everton are absolutely terrible at the back. I I think United will score. Okay. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they'll score. Yeah, put, so your, my, put a, a score on one all. So my my transfer options are Bruno out for another or Mitchell out and just kind of get Mitchell's, a, Mitchell's an awkward one now because he might get his place back yeah that's why and and if he does the fixtures are great but I might just put Mitchell out for Kilman and just have I do, like I do Mitchell more reliable 200% that would be my transfer now but... and then I'll still I, have two transfers I, next week I kept Mitchell just because I can bench him very easily and if he does get his place back it's a nice run of fixtures 
it, yeah. it did put me off only because like it's like if he was seven million, like fine, I don't want him for those fixtures. He's injured, my guy plays back. If he's Four seven million. million, what are you doing? No, you know what I mean. Like, I mean it's, <laughs> Who's it's the other fullback? Van Van Anholt one side. Who plays the other side at the moment? Uh, Scott Dan was playing, but he got injured. Yeah, like Mitchell. I think Mitchell is a bit like James Justin. I think Mitchell, like Van Anholt, loves to get a spot. Mitchell could play the other side. I wouldn't be surprised. What's your man who's come back from injuries? He anywhere near oh, yeah. fit? Ferguson. Yeah, he's a bit of a he's mystery good. man. He's Nobody supposed knows. to be a very good footballer, so he's yeah, he's yeah. highly rated. Knee injury, he might be fucked. Yeah, haven't heard. Okay, much so I think we spoke enough about our own game weeks. Let's move on to my favorite time of the week. And Willie, is there any chance we can get you to say it? <coughs> it's time! It's time! It's Vader time! No question oh. time. <laughs> question time. Yeah. yeah. He always gets a bit too excited. I'm, so. I'm watching all the OSW, all the the old wrestling ones there lately. So. Yeah. Ah, Willie, I love that you did that. Respect. I don't respect you at all as a human being or an FPL manager, but respect for that. Thanks. I'm not sure what the respect you're giving him, but okay. So we'll move on to the first question. And Willie, you won't know all sorts of names here. We've branched out big time, son. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so first question comes in from Slim Shady. He's back, Kirks. Asked us a question last week. Don't say it. Just don't say it. No, he actually inspired me today when I seen his question. And uh, I love listening to Best Ofs on Spotify oh. while I'm working. And I stuck on the best of Eminem. He's a lot of good songs. A lot of really bad He's songs. He's an absolute but... legend, Em. Stan is one of my all-time favorite songs. Eminem's an absolute legend. It's one only because the... Dildo's backing it up. Yeah. If... The Marshall Matters LP. So... The questions from Slim are, he's three questions, so I'll start with the first one. Is it time to get rid of Robbo for Chilwell? Mm. <laughs> I like the Chelsea defence now. I think Mendy's made a big difference. Um, yeah. It's hard to know. He's he switched up between five and he switched before. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, I, I'd like Chilwell. If you said to me, should I bring Chilwell in? I'd be like, yeah, Chilwell's a good option. It looks more solid. He's good again forward. Replace Robertson. They have nice fixtures coming up. Liverpool historically very attacking on the sides. Difficult. I think you'd be taking a punt. There's about, is there a million in the difference now? Well, um, fuck it. If they score, I don't care what price they are. I'd, like, I'd clean sheet and assist. Like, So you have Liverpool against City, Leicester. Brighton, Wolves. Nice fixture, yeah. Are they that nice? City, Leicester. Leicester. No, no, no. Ni- Leicester's no, nice fixture after that. Sorry, yeah. Leicester could easily Leicester, Liverpool as well. Mm, I would be do them on the break. Uh, Chelsea have three nice fixtures coming up though, don't they? Yeah, Brighton are going to finally click at some point. They're going to play oh. nice and get a result. And like, what better team to do it than against Liverpool? <laughs> Wolves don't concede many goals. So game week 12, you're looking at Fulham. But I then could they see play Liverpool. Spurs. I could see Liverpool annihilating Wolves. Like, I know it's like an odd thing to say, but just yeah. I can't see Wolves hurting them. And then you I can just to, see Liverpool attacking them relentlessly for 90 minutes. You have to remember Liverpool or Liverpool. That's one thing I got screwed over. That's like, a good point. Here. Liverpool are Liverpool and City are City. And like, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, the Willie, this is why we asked you back. <laughs> no, but like the many times I've been playing fixtures. I got a like, question. Who are United? I know they're not great at the moment, but I, I wouldn't just take Robbo out because fucking... United are United. Zuma have better fixtures. And I am, I am bringing in, probably bringing in Chilwell or Zuma, but I'm just, just making a point. All right. I think uh, let's, the, the, let's, take a, let's take a vote. Would you get rid of Robbo for Chilwell? I would. I just prefer Chelsea's fixtures. They're actually keeping okay. clean sheets, which Liverpool gonna, aren't. And I'm he's very caveat, attacking. 
caveat the fuck out of it. If he has another Liverpool defender, I would. Yeah. If that's his only Liverpool defender, yeah. I wouldn't. Okay. That's exactly what I said. If you have double pool, I'd um I'd definitely get rid of one of them. But if okay. I've only one, I think I'd But like for Ch- Chilwell, are you not getting a guy for a million cheaper who's keeping more clean sheets and looks more attacking? Like he's taking some set pieces. Absolutely. He's got then. more attacking Robertson returns. And Chilwell. Yeah. I I'd swap. Yeah. I'd give it I a want, go. I want Robertson and Chilwell. Okay. So we're really helping here. Yeah, Next. really good. Really good podcast. Part B from Slim is best defender to get from Man City. Diaz. Diaz. Oh, Cancelo. Diaz. I, d- I Cancelo. think it's between Diaz and Cancelo, but Diaz is absolutely nailed. So Diaz is going to get a couple of goals. I think, I think, I think Cancelo's created low chances last few weeks. Mendy's been absolutely shit since he came Mendy's back. Mendy's gone. Injury. The, the problem with Cancelo is he'll play I right back, he'll nailed. play left back, he'll play midfield. He's not nailed. He'll, he might get game time, but I don't think he's nailed. He should be, though, shouldn't he, on paper, on ability and what he's done he's, so far. Man, a match in midfield two weeks ago, and then he then he's moved to left back. I, then he started left back. I don't know. Look, it, he's fine. He's a good player. But I think he's nailed. Diaz I think it's nailed. Walker, Diaz, Laporte, and uh, Cancelo is going to be the back four for most of the He's so much better than Mendy and Zinchenko, though. Yeah. I don't think he's a great defender, but none of them are. No. Uh, I think Cancelo, if you like a bit of a punt and you, you're looking for... You know, a bit of an upside if you if you just want someone nailed who's going to keep clean sheets and might get the odd goal, Diaz. And part three of Slim Shady's question is: Is Van Anholt worth a punt? I think he is no. with those fixtures. He can't be guaranteed no. to keep his spot. I think Mitchell could still have a chance of nicking that spot back. No, I I, I think he's nailed, but I think Palace have good long term fixtures, but um, he's not for me. Uh, they all even with the the they always manage to concede a goal, and historically they're a, they're a low xG team under Hedgehogson, aren't they? <laughs> I love you to say these things without breaking a fucking smirk. Okay, so a bit of a mixed response there, Slim. It just all depends which renegade you respect the most, really. I think. Uh, moving on to the next question comes in from Nuclear Adams. Asked us a question last week again. They're back, so welcome back. Should I take a minus four to bring in Ziet and Haleah for Pulisic and Antonio? I want to take advantage of the West Ham fixtures. And before you answer that, can I just preface that that with saying... I'm in shock. Nuclear got really unlucky last week because I was really strong on his question. I told him to keep Pulisic. I thought he was a great differential. I Uh, thought there was loads of points to be had against Burnley in the next few games. And we all know how that happened. We all knew what happened with that. But like you've seen the space that Chelsea had against Burnley and Werner scored and Ziyech scored. Pulisic was on the pitch... He probably would have been in the points. No, would have been a great, co- great call by us. Imagine that you call Pulisic to hold, I call Vern to be dropped. Bam! Can, both of us. Can I just say something? Shot down in one move. Yeah, I like. I you should never bring Haller in for a hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the number one rule of FPL. It's actually yeah. Uh, all I've got. It's it's the, no, it's the bottom line, isn't it? I would uh, I'd uh, echo that statement, and I'd maybe look to bring Suchek in midfield as a. Yeah. What what about um, who who are second and third strikers? Even Bowen is a great show. Creswell is probably the best West Ham option. He's like creating loads of chances. Could get a clean sheet as well. Yeah. Uh, ZH looked really good, and uh, if he can kind of, I think he will nail down a spot. I think if his fitness holds up and he can play a few games in a row, he's a great option. And he's he looked very he looked very calm. It looked like he'd be just a good man to have on the pitch all the time. Like he just seemed very controlled, measured. 
good strike, kind of good assists. Like it just, I'd rather him on the pitch now than Pulisic or even Werner or Havertz. He just seemed like he fit in. He's a baller, Kirks. There you go. He's a baller. That's what I was looking for. But my whole rambling sentence, I should have said, Saj is a baller. Part B of that. Haller didn't look get great against Poole. No, I'd and, avoid uh, that like a... Like a I wouldn't say he's even going to no. play, is he? I don't think his fitness is great. He hasn't looked amazing since he came to SM. And like, if you were to ever play Liverpool, like when they have Joe Gomez and some random guys, centre-halves, like... Uh, Halle, random guy's the best centre-half in the league now. Yeah. Halle should have uh, bullied Joe Gomez. Like, he's unbelievable in the air, but he just... He's no energy. doesn't really have any work rate. He got the hauled problem- off. The problem is West Ham, the way they set up now, the way they play, it's really good. They're playing really well. They rely on Antonio 100%. Without him, yeah. it's like Leicester without Vardy. It's just like, that's it. That's their game plan. And Haller yeah. does not replace him. And it, there is a chance that he doesn't play. Like Yarmolenko has been brought on as a forward in some games. Yeah. Willie, can you use your championship hat there? Has Benarama ever played as a striker as a, or as a false nine? Um, I don't know, actually. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. It can't be much help there, so I can't. But I know he's more. He'd be more coming in for Fornals, I suppose, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. Okay. So I. Fornals doing very well though. Yeah. But Fornals, definitely... Fornals ain't going to be dropped anytime soon, is he? He's actually looked super. So he has. Hmm. I'd definitely be happy to get rid of Pulisic for Ziyech, but I don't really fancy Haller. Well, if you want to go on the West Ham bandwagon, I think Suchet is the way in at the moment. But it's a cheap punt. But he, like, he has Antonio, so should he just bench Antonio and hope Antonio's for the best over the international like, break? Be back after yeah, international, yeah, okay. but you'd want yeah, it for that Fulham game. I don't know, but like Ziyech, everyone's going on about Ziyech. Like he's he's done it for one week. He's got a goal in this. I, I think it's the way he went about it, though. I don't like. I wouldn't care if he was uh, flashing a pan and got a goal. He just looked very. He looks absolutely quality, like, and I loved him at Ajax. But his underlying numbers are nothing to write home about. He hasn't really played though, will he? Yeah, but even the last day, like he was like. You know, I just like... off. I just I was surprised he was eight million. I was hoping to go in there and see him at six and a half, seven million, and I kind of forgot. And I was like, "Get oh, out of town, Kirks." I know. No, I was I like, thought, he, I thought he was quality. Machine. He's quality. And then I was like, "Kirks, oh, Ollie Watkins is six million. I don't want to yeah. spend eight million on him." <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Hudson Odoi is six. I know he's not going to get as much game he's time. He's below six. He's five point eight now, but his problem is game time. But like that's kind of like I was thinking. Like Odoi can play. He can get the same returns but he won't play as much. Cool. So we'll move on to the next question. And it comes in from good friend of the show, Alan Duggan. I'm um, Brown. What's your thoughts on Sterling? As a follow-on, my plan at the start of the year was to rotate one premium week to week to chase big points. Which, okay, which mid would you bring in for this week for Sterling to possibly captain? Aubameyang and Ziyech are current options. I have Salah, Son and Grealish. So, right, so what one player do you think is going to haul this week? So, I'll, yeah, on. I'll break that down. That's pretty much it, Kirks. But, like, he's hoping to kind of hop between premiums week to week and maybe captain them and just kind of chase the upside that way. I don't he, know if that's ever going to work, but... No, he has his captain there. Son's his captain. If he wants all the midfielders, Son be the one I'd go is, it, is it a midfielder only swap, is it? Yeah, it's Sterling for another. Would you keep, I wouldn't be bringing would you keep Sterling against Poole? I would. I, I don't have a problem with City at home to pool, and especially with pool playing Gomez at the back. And did you see that the West Ham goal? Shocking defending, like absolute shocking. If they do that against City, they're going to get trounced. So Sterling looked class in the first half against Sheffield, but he never gets returns when he's playing as striker, does he? 
Yeah, he's not anymore though. Farron is up front now. Farron Torres. Yeah. I keep Sterling because he's he's low he's low owned. He's highly explosive, and uh, they're coming into a nice run of fixtures. And like you said, Pool mightn't be that terrible. That left that right hand side of Liverpool's defense is where Trent. Well, it's normally Gomez, but I think Gomez is playing left with your man Phillips. Uh, Curtis Jones played right side midfield the last day as well, and that was like that's that's weak, like that side defensively. Yeah. But I suppose against City, they're probably going to play with Aldum. And he has uh, all the the main lads, though, doesn't he? He has Salah, Son, and Grealish. Grealish. There's no that's point nice, going sideways it? to KDB. Uh, Bruno and United are looking terrible. There's Aubameyang. We we discussed it in the Arsenal bit. You could take it's a punt on Aubameyang if he's doing this week to week. You could take yeah. a punt. I wouldn't do it. Okay, if of you had you to wouldn't. take a punt, if you had to take a punt, stop myself. Barnes. <laughs> uh, Chelsea are home to Sheffield United. Yeah, I. Do you know what? I think it's a, the punt of all punts, and I'm thinking about it myself. Just to get on Aubameyang, there's no form, there's nothing behind it. It's just out of nowhere. Boom. They're home to Villa. You know, they might kind of loosen up and play slightly more attacking. He might kind of get rid of that rigid structure that they've had in the last few weeks. I'd keep Sterling, to be honest. I, I think Sterling has more chance of returning against Liverpool than... Oh, Bamiang's world class. And, oh, Bamiang against you know, Villa. Yeah. Oh, come on. Against Maddie Cash. Maddie Cash. <laughs> okay. I, I'd, gladly, I, I'd gladly have a... Have a, have here a bet we go. here now with here Kirk. We go. Okay. Two here, Euro, yeah. Euro Kirks. Sterling to... To outscore, who's the other lad we were talking about? Aubameyang. Aubameyang. Starting to outscore. Only did like the, the league's top scorer for the last three seasons, and you can't remember his name. <sighs> will, he, will he all bet you ten euro that Aubameyang will outscore Sterling this week? Nah, ten euro. You mad? <laughs> I, I've been furloughed. Um, <laughs> you've been, you, fur- you you've been furloughed you were from furloughed. the pod, so you have as well. What? Right, we'll move on to part B of Alan's question. Uh, the Metro punt worked out okay. So that looks like kudos to you, Kirk. Oh, you suggested well, him. Fair play. Uh, would you stick with him for another week or two? West Ham no. away and Everton at home or no. move him on? And is Wilson the obvious replacement? Yes. Wilson's the obvious replacement. And yeah. Yeah. We've kind of discussed that as well. Can I just yeah. say, Kirk, like Willie's going to get furloughed from the pod again. And if we ever wanted to get another guest on, just a random punter as a guest, Alan Duggan would be my choice. Even his questions are like quality, do you know? They are, he, he's got very good FBL there. They're above everybody there. else. He structures them very well. He tells you who else he owns. There's depth to them as well. You know, He, he kind of answers them for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alan, yeah, I'd, I think we all said we'd Is get uh, Alan a, a, a farmer who loves Gab any chance? Yeah. Does he like Villa? He's a, he's a Willy replacement. No, I think he's a pool yeah. fan. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's a bit better, I suppose. Okay. Give the next the next question. And uh, he kind of stole my thunder for the intro, so I left it out. But did you have to wait? Comes in from uh, Mossy. Mo, F, Mo FPL, Mo Problems. Good friend of the show. Did you have to wait until Villa started losing to get Villa back, to get Willy back on? Which, obviously, we had to do that. We strategically planned this. Yeah. It was pro- probably pretty wise, to be fair. Back-to-back losses, they conceded seven goals. There was no way we were getting you on before that. It would have it's been also... insatiable, wouldn't I? Can you imagine? Uh, insatiable. I, uh, I don't even think don't you know, know what that means. Yeah, I don't think that's the right word. But anyway, <laughs> unbearable. Unbearable. 
Yeah, but we did. We had to wait until they lost a couple of games. Um, the best thing is I've been making money off it ever since. Beautiful. Next question comes in from Fint and Donnelly. I say it every week. Good Not friend of the lads, the but an enemy of the show. And this question <laughs> shows you why. But ask Willie, did he dress up for Halloween? Any picks? Loads of picks, and I dressed up as Kermit the Frog. Willie, do I have your permission to put that on our Twitter page? <laughs> Go for it. Because it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I actually want to know, Kermit the Frog's green. Why were you wearing lipstick? Because um, Bob said that I didn't make the costume pop. It just made me look like um, kind of a bit, I don't know. It looked like you like Kermit the Frog was like sucking off like at the red M&M or something. Just, it, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, like I just look mad. Like, how the fuck can you look like a gay frog? Like, I managed to do it. I don't know. Like, I think the people need to see the picture before they. Uh... I'll, I'll put it up when I post the pod tomorrow. We have Willie's uh, permission in. Don't put up one of the happy ones. Put up the one where like I'm a money like watching. Sorry, I have to cut out where I'm sitting down, moaning with my legs crossed. Okay, and we'll oh. move on to the next question. Yeah. Comes in from FPL Uncorked, another very good friend of the show. What to do with Mopay? Uh, oh, do you yeah. His, yeah, because we recommended him a few weeks ago, Gerks. But yeah, I, I have no problem recommending him. What the fuck happened at the weekend? I don't know. Like, but like ta- Mopay's... Tactical reasons. Mopay's no, a I, I think one. he was... Was he acting above his station or something? Oh, exactly. was he? He was Johnny Big Balls. That's what... what, what he I is Johnny Big Balls. He's the best player they have. He always seems like know. a nice guy. Okay. I felt a little bit sorry for Keane. But then when I thought about it, like... Like FPL is like such a, it's like a little game of tiny little decisions. And like, you just need a few of them to go right every now and then to have a good season. And like even Mope against, uh, in the game was against, I can't remember the game before the last. Did you see where Lalana squared it to him like three yards out and he missed one on one? If he had a score that, me and Kirk's look like geniuses and he didn't. And then he gets dropped for being a dickhead. And now all of a sudden we look like... (laughs) Dickhead. So it's a hard game. So it is. I, I don't know if we look like dickheads. I think Potter looks like a dickhead. He dropped my goalkeeper out of nowhere for the first time in three years, and their top scorer, like tactical reasons, my whole. That was like he might as well just come out and go and screwing over the pod lads. Yeah. So anyway, Keen kind of backs up his question with, "Do you reckon his alleged punishment is now done? Is he an automatic sell? Which striker around that price point would be the best replacement? Have they not got Burnley next?" Do you think he's going to come back in, though? He has to. If he does like, come back in, he could fucking smash it. Trossard did nothing through the middle. Yeah. You know what? Brighton, I have two there, Lamptey and Brian, waiting for that clean sheet for weeks. Fucking put your house on Burnley to win that game. <laughs> you got a goal out of it, though, Kirk. I'm going to put fucking 20 quid on Burnley to win that game because if they get the clean sheet, I'm going to be celebrating. And if they lose, I'm going to celebrate. So... I I, oh. I can't. I think Burnley have been so poor. I really fancy Brighton in that game. And um, I, would, you, would you hold Mope though? Burnley Villa next. Yes. Or do you think he's yeah. going to be on the bench again? It, if I punch. got any, if I got any inclination at all that he was going to come back into the squad, I reckon he starts. And I reckon. What he price supports. is he? I don't know. Six point five million is he? Wilson's the obvious one. Yeah. The Wilson so. kind of fucking Watkins Mitrovic kind of price. I think either hold him or get him Wilson for me. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that sounds like it's the answer to two thirds of all of our questions. <laughs> Wilson. At least we talked about him earlier on. It's not out of nowhere. Yeah. Next question comes in from the FPL Hangover podcast. A good friend of the show, but our rival podcast in Ireland. If they were out of business, 
we would have so many more listeners. Is that true? Uh, I don't know. But uh, anyway, I'm only joking. I've referred to them as our sister podcast before. And then they called us their sister podcast on their next podcast. So now I don't know what to call them, Kirks. Any ideas? Imps. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, good friends of the show. And that's just a pretend rivalry. It's uh, one of the only podcasts I listen to every week. And it's great. So the return of Big Willie. What has he missed the most after deciding to jump ship? I'd be interested in this, Willie. What do you miss most about being on the podcast? Um, we can kick be honest, you want me to be honest, lads? Yeah. Uh, uh, I miss absolutely nothing from an FPL perspective. Absolutely nothing from doing the pod. The only thing I miss is like having a few beers and a laugh with my two best buds. Like I actually don't mean that miss anything else about it. Okay. So you miss us. Yeah. I feel kind of emotional now. I don't know if I can continue the pod. I continue just fine. But I don't miss doing it. I don't miss researching it. I don't miss thinking about how shit I've done in FBL on a Tuesday when I don't have to think about it till Friday. I don't really, like, like you know me, I'm such a slow player, like probably three out of every four Slash weeks. Slash person. I, I do absolutely nothing. So why was I spending fucking hours researching loads Hold of on. stuff when I'm just going to This, this is a different, transfer? totally different conversation. Why did you spend hours doing that anyway? Don't know. <laughs> like I like looking at numbers and stats and how much preparation do you think I did for this pod? Um five well, minutes. I did less than that. <laughs> minus minus time. I unprepared for this pod by drinking beforehand. Kirks, I think you put more time into doing stuff that would be detrimental to the pod, so I'm gonna go minus <laughs> minutes. You're probably right. I didn't I didn't do any prep today now, in fairness, because I had yeah. no electricity and I was <laughs> I'd say this is your best performance in years. Willie, do you think you could ever come to the point where you come on like once a quarter? Um, I think once every me and Jim months. are going to come on at Christmas and Jim's going to do dolphin noises and I'm going to like, I um, don't know what I'm going to do. Have a laugh. Okay, so we'll move on to the next question because you're talking absolute gibberish. <laughs> uh, it comes in from the best friend of the show. Willie, who's our best friend of the show? Can you remember? Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you looking no. it up on Twitter? I was, oh, no, I don't know. Luke Farrell. I think I actually ah. know the answer. Yeah, I say I think yeah. we got that right. This is incredible. Okay, because you'd want to get it right. You're on the pod every week. So <laughs> was, he said it was 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, You touched on this in the last pod. Is there a rule of thumb or renegade view for expected return on investment for a player? E.g., if player and X position costs you Y, should you expect Z points per week? Huh? I think um, I think no, where he's coming from this is yeah, last I week is, yeah. I mentioned Ross Barkley and I said he's 5.9 million. He blanked for like one or two game weeks in a row, but like he's in my team for five or six because he got me a 13 point haul the first week I got him. Do you know, he's in there, like I said, for five or six weeks. Villa have good fixtures. He's a decent FPL player. I'm not really expecting returns every week, so I'm willing to hold him. Yep. But... Any anyone else want to add something to that? Is there a kind of you, you does pay anyone for have consistency? A... I think that's the that's if you built a team and it was only the best value for money, you wouldn't win. Yeah. If you built a team that was only the most points you could get from, from the top players, you couldn't afford that team. So it's always going to be you need to find the biggest scorers, which your Canes and your Salas, your KDBs, and your best value. And your yeah. best value won't outscore the good guys, but the big price guys are consistent. You're paying for consistency. Kirk, so I was can... just about to say, 
this is why we got you in instead of Willie, because when I read out that question, he went, huh? And then you just I gave like, a great answer, but then you had to go and say, the gooder guys. The gooder guys? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, that's way over my head. I haven't got a dicky bird what's going on, and I'll leave it to the lads. Um, yeah, look, if, if you've hit Barkley and you got the points, get off him. Fuck it. Like, that's not going to happen again. Go on to the next guy. See if you can get his points. Yeah, I think the cheaper the player is, the more kind of patience you can have and you can wait on points. Whereas if you have the likes of a Salah, a Kane, a KDB, not a KDB because I think he's just a season keeper, but like a Sterling and like they blank four or five weeks in a row. At some stage, that's just such a big hole in your budget and you're probably thinking about captaining them and have captained them for those blanks that you need to start moving on. Um, there's no magic number for me though, Kirks. No, not like magic points number. per points per week. Um, I, I try to chase the, the mid to low price guy to get me a few points, and I'll happily move him on afterwards. Um, yeah, let's just try to maximize the most most you get, but it's completely random. It's it's they're punts like. And we did talk about this last week. We said like, if you had a bit of patience, you could have got like the Bamford hat trick against Villa. You could have got Shea Adams Hall against Chelsea. You could have got Vardy's hat-trick against City. Like a bit of patience kind of true two or three blanks gets yeah. you these halls. And like this season, starting to quieten down a little bit. But like before that, it was just crazy. Like you never knew what scoreline was around the corner. So that means any player could really haul. Like even Grealish, you know, in the dying Massive embers halls. of a game against Southampton, pulls 15 points out of the bag. And like he blanked two games before that. So were people you thinking look at his, him? You look at his stats. I like don't can't believe it. Oh, Willie comes that. alive when we mention oh, here we go. Player. He has he has the XG and the XA stats. Top operator. They all XG. have XG and XA stats, Willie. They mightn't be good, but they have them. <laughs> you look at Jackie. Harry Kane yeah. has the XG and the XA stats as well. There's not too many other bios now that have both of them. But yeah, it's kind of like common sense and play it by ear, Luke, when it comes to that kind of thing. Be a little bit more patient with the cheaper middle price players. Um, and it it depends on like the performance and underlying stats. If someone's like knocking and knocking on the door, I'd be reluctant to get rid of them. Do you know, yeah. the likes of Sterling. You could, you could have a lot of money, yeah, like Sterling. You could have a lot of money invested in Sterling, but when he holds, it's a hat-trick and two assists or whatever. Like it's it's usually a lot bigger than when Barkley holds. Like Barkley holds, he gets a penalty in the last minute. Like that's that's great for that value, but you want Sterling to be getting you your two goals, your three goals, whatever. Mm. Yeah. Next question comes in from another good friend of the show, FPL Chieftain. What's Kirk's plans for Foden? And is it time to dump Liverpool defenders? So Kirk's Foden. Keeping him. Uh Foden is quality and he's six and a half million. He plays for Man City. He will get loads of game time. He played again in Europe today, though, which is kind of annoying because I wonder if that means he's not going to play the league. Did he play 90, Kirk? Uh, no, he's taken off. Uh, right. Jesus came on and scored, though. Yeah, he came off for Rodri after 69 minutes. You think but, that means um, he plays, but it's, it's Pep. Like, like I, watching Foden, like, Foden is an incredible player. Like, I've, He's a great passer, great finisher. He's a really good finisher like compared to like a lot of midfielders. But he's brilliant um, dribbler the ball. He beats people like for the, for the laugh. Um, I, I think he's got a huge future. I just don't know. It's like Greenwood. Maybe I'm on him too early. Maybe I should be waiting until next season before I talk all this shite. But uh, six and a half million, I'm just like, he's capable of getting two goals, two assists in a game and a clean sheet. But when will it happen? Yeah. Is there an Keeping argument, Kirks, to be said that 
Diego Jota offers just as much now. That he's I want Jota to come in. in my team. I want Jota as well. He's about the same price and he probably has the same risk versus reward as Foden, but he's more reward at the minute because... I was thinking about going Sun to Jota next week after yeah. the, right, uh, the West Brom game. Let's see if he starts the weekend. Oh. I think he's making a case where now he, he can't not play and he's... Um, Who are they going to drop though? Firmino. Firmino. He hasn't scored since 2015, will he? Ah, oh, yeah, but he's a workhorse. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about that going around. Like Jota comes on when everybody's tired and Firmino's random into the ground and he picks up the pieces. But look, he's Are people today, imagining this with Firmino a little bit? Like, I don't even think Firmino links things up near as well Arr. as he used to. He's no, not maybe like, not as he used to. He's not um, that driving force behind the press. Like, like I just don't think he offers that he, much. I know he is, but maybe not as much recently. Like, I remember last season he was missing for a few games and they just weren't the same team. Uh, but I would accept the point that this season he's drifted away a little bit further again. But definitely, like he's the he's he's not really a nine. Like he's almost a ten, and not even a good ten. I don't know. He's he's a bit of a link who doesn't score or doesn't assist. Otherwise, <laughs> he's a nightmare. Anyway, I think Jota's going to displace him for at least a game and see what happens. Yeah, and would you get rid of Liverpool? defenders so don't no. don't talk about getting rid of two or if you have two get rid of one if you had one would you get rid of them nope keeping trent he's numbers are there it's gonna happen he's gonna fucking ping in a free kick a couple of assists and a goal and i want to be there for it yeah but like kirks just say you kept him right just say you kept him for 12 game weeks and in game week 12 he gets an 18 point haul but you've held him through like loads of two pointers like does it even matter? Like, yeah, but who do I switch to to guarantee I'm going to get more than that? Anybody like <laughs> M- Mitchell or someone? <laughs> I should have Mitchell anyway. I have Mitchell. Yeah. Um, Willie, would you get rid of Liverpool defenders like all together? Um, I don't know if I transfer to Burn. I think I'd probably go go for a Liverpool defender to 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 Chilwell or something. I think you're getting the same output for a cheaper output for a cheaper price, maybe. Okay. I, I don't have the same fear with Liverpool defenders than I usually do. And uh, if you can put the money to use somewhere else, I'd I'd happily get rid of them. Like Kirk says, Trent is going to haul at some point, but are Liverpool going to keep clean sheets anytime soon? Like they just seem to manage to concede a goal every week through some form you know, or other. The weird thing is, Yaman Phillips looks like a proper centre half. He looked good, didn't he? Like he won every fucking battle in the air that, that game. Gomez was shocking. <laughs> like, if someone comes back from injury, he has to be playing ahead of Gomez. Yeah. Um, and he's, what, four million? Yeah. Matip, back, Matip, Matip must be nearly back. Yeah, but look, I think I think he can... I think the safe thing is to hold them and, you know, you don't really lose any sleep over it. But I think there's gains to be made from getting rid of them and getting on the next defender who's going to haul so whether that's Chilwell whether it's uh, God well, knows I, who else honest, no, I, I think a, it's a, lot, a lot of people will be looking as a lot of people will be looking to get a City um, asset in the next two weeks and they're probably yeah, going am. to want a, a million or two in their midfield to upgrade yeah, so th- th- whoever they that's have. what I was going to say if you take Good out point. Trent you're, you're upgrading a midfield or forward slot because like yeah. you can afford Trent and a Chilwell and a Mitchell and whoever um, so if you're taking out Trent you're, you're probably going to a premium midfielder probably. yeah yeah and like you can get like we said a chill well you can get zuma for like nearly two and a half million cheaper 
that yeah. lads like, Zoom or Bellerin yeah five, five Zoom is throwing his hat in for the golden boot this season uh, Cresswell <laughs> has a lovely run of fixtures coming up okay, um, that, yeah. taking all the set pieces is there anyone I don't know if there's anyone else I, I like Cancelo I think he's going to keep his spot I like Diaz uh, on yeah. Gabriel but that's a bit actually it's a, for me it's a bit defensive I think I'm just like yeah. consistent starters might get their head on a goal Kirk's is going to just hold out hope for that um, that's it. I take McGuire again the last call. season. Okay. The last question comes in from Gary Lanigan. Good friend of the, good friend of the show, good solid supporter of the show. There's questions um, coming in left, right, and center now. DMs us questions instead of putting them on the Twitter page for some reason. But They're maybe it's just questions. that personable. I don't know if it's that personable touch or he's just embarrassed to be associated well, we're reading with them us. out, so <laughs> so his question is just wondering whether or not you feel it's a risk to have a team without a Liverpool defensive asset. Oh, here we go. I currently have Trent, but with him not really producing the numbers like last season, I was curious to know your thoughts on whether it's smart to drop him. And if so, what would be a good alternative? We just answered it, Gary. Boom. So Did you need to read out your name? Just Could listen. Capture anonymity. Just listen back and hopefully there's something there. The three of us all have different opinions. So Shocking. Mightn't be much help. Yeah, so I think that brings us to the end of the questions. Um, there's no point doing where's Willie because he's right here. He's doing well, terribly. He's right doing here, right? He's doing terribly just where we want him. Um, <laughs> making me look good, in fairness. Just about. We'll have a that look. That makes at me happy. If... We'll have a look I'm at. Find losing your self-esteem, Kirk. It was it was worth me coming on here today. Yeah, top ten in the league are number one, Enro City. Enrique Cambler. We'll do top five. Top two, Blowing Swishers. He's been up there all season. Mohamed Abdul Hakim. These lads are pushing 500 points. It just makes you feel so bad. Jesus. These How am I pushing 200 points? Yeah. Uh, number three, My Big Cock. Oh, God. Uh, Sing, <laughs> Sing Junang, 461 points. Number four, A Song of Ice and Dyer, Lee Shepard. And number five, Perky Blinders, Lewis Perkin. So all those boys are 450 Imagine points it. plus top five in the league. I think the winner gets an Amazon voucher and a mug and the top five get mugs. So you're all in the places at the minute. In the top 20, is there anyone we know? There's no... Uh, FPL Chieftain is 17th. So we know one person in the top 20. Well, he's having a good oh. year this year, Chieftain, is he? He's having I a great it. year. And it kind of coincides with his big Spurs goggles. Spurs are doing well. And he usually has a bit of Spurs players. Ah, so, Actually, top of rare. You love to see it. That is yeah. some team to go in first. Oh, have you looked at it? Yeah, just Salah, Son, Grealish, Wilson, Vardy, like Lamptey, Chilwell. He got all Halls, the points. Halls everywhere. Right there. Eighty-two and points. It's a doable team, and he has like Sice, Rodriguez, and Dina on the bench. That's an amazing team. Yeah, and like yeah, weirdly enough, one hundred and ten thousand. That game week, 82 points. Just goes to show there's, there's 100,000 people ahead of him. Who <laughs> That's have, crazy. Like, somehow hit something higher. Nah, people go mad though. Kirk, you're, getting all, you're getting all Dead. tin hat. Tin hat. There's something going on, Andy. Something going on. I think Everton, Villa and Spurs have gotten together to fuck me over. <laughs> okay. Daniel so, Levy's leading the charge. Willie, have you anything you want to add before we boot you off the pod, possibly for yeah. good? No, just thanks for having me, and it's delighted to be here, even if it is only a once-off. Like it's, uh, I've enjoyed it. 
And best of luck to, the, to you two boys going forward. I hope you smash it next week. It was good uh, fun having you on. It showed us exactly <laughs> what we're not missing every week. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Kirks? Uh, go fuck yourself, will you? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll leave it there. Um, thanks for listening. We're the FPL Renegades. You can check us out on Twitter. It's the at Renegades FPL podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your boss. Um, give us five stars. <laughs> Every time you say that, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and I have the actual creepy mustache. Willie, what do you think of my mustache? Uh, it's fucking deadly. I love it. You have to put no. a picture of that on. Oh, you did put a picture on it. Did you? Are you going to ask me why I, I grew this mustache? Why did you grow It's for charity. It has to be. No, I was thinking <laughs> our podcast isn't getting enough respect the last couple of years. And I thought the quickest and most surefire way of getting respect in this world is to have a mustache. You look like you're in a Colombian drug cartel. So here we are. That's racist. So, like right. I said, check us out on all of the social media and podcast platforms. Give us like five star ratings everywhere. Just help us out. All joking aside, the, the best thing you can do is give us a listen and give us a retweet if you do like it. It does spread it to a lot more people. So, uh, leave- best thing you can do is send us money and booze. <laughs> so, I think we should leave it there. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good, good night. night.